got a cat. She's currently essentially sitting on my shoulders. Oh my god, this yes. cat is so cute. She's only been here for a few hours, but she's pretty much just like, yep, this is my place. I own it. I own this. Yep. Is this how you guys actually like start the podcast most times? Yeah. Yeah. I All mean, right. there's a, there's like okay. a musical intro, but I edit that in. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't just start with us talking. <laughs> it starts in media res. All right. Yeah. 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 We, how does um, your podcast start? Okay. Uh, we we have a someone who pretends to be Ira Glass. <laughs> That's also pretty good. Oh god, hello. The cat just tailed me. Yeah, so if you if you hear any of us make a weird uh exclamation or if you hear Megan make any delighted exclamations during this episode, that's because uh, a cat maybe just walked on someone or passed someone or attacked someone. someone. Yeah. What? If, if you want to if you want to have fun, just imagine the cat is constantly attacking Garab. Hello. Why, why is it fun? For who? Yeah, imagine that no matter how Garov sounds or what he is saying, uh, a cat is constantly attacking him. Hey, you may be hearing a voice that you don't ordinarily recognize. We should address that. Uh, we have a guest on our episode t- today. Um, so uh, tell, tell, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Jordan, which I'm sure won't be confusing <laughs> in an audio podcast. Not in the slightest. <laughs> I am one of the usual players on Saving Throw. And I've been, you know, playing uh, RPGs since I was in middle school, and I'm friends with all of these guys. Eh, debatable. <laughs> no, I mean, most of that's true, although we can't vouch for the middle school RPG playing. Yeah. Um, I know, wasn't playing well in middle school. <laughs> we didn't say who we were. We haven't started yet. Oh, so we introduced the guest before we started? Well, he was talking, and I just wanted to, like, kind of... Uh, we do this real and orthodox, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, um, on that note, I think that's a really good, non-awkward, very smooth segue into mm-hmm. our episode. So, yeah. hi everyone. We are Experience Pointers. Uh, that is what you are listening to right now. We are ordinarily a trio of gamers and GMs, but right now we are a quadet. Ooh. And um, we are going to be talking about some interesting idea seeds... Uh, and some other, hopefully, fun elements that you can incorporate into your game at home. Or we'll maybe just get your uh, your creative juices flowing. Maybe spark an idea for your, your campaign that you're running currently. Um, so Not to undermine your authority or anything, yeah. but it's definitely quartet, right? Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell's a quadet? <laughs> um, I'm going to call it a quadet. Uh, okay. It is absolutely a quartet. But I believe, is it the Casp- the live-action Casper movie? <laughs> Where one of the ghosts mispronounces, like, does... Uh, you know, I'd believe it. Okay, yeah. A lot of things so, happen in the live-action Casper movie. In the live-action Casper movie, <laughs> I'm just going to say one of the ghosts says, uh, we are now a quadet, uh, which was meant as a joke and uh, has always stuck in my head ever since I was a child, and don't bother looking that up to see if I'm wrong. My name is Jordan Caves Callerman. My name's Garav Gladi. My name's Megan Caves. T- yeah, and I'm Jordan Pridgen. Which we already established. So we're going to get going here in a second. But first, but first, we but would like first. to take a moment. <laughs> we would like to all take a moment to head but first into thanking <laughs> our sponsors. So thank you very much to Ben Danish, the continuing sponsor of Experience Pointers. Yay! And we have from Ben Danish, the pun of the sode. Okay, so the way this works is he's going to say the first part of the pun. We have to guess... It's like a riddle. Okay. I've gotten it every time. Go ahead, Jordan. I'm Incorrect. Ready. Are you ready? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why was it so hard to comfort the Nintendo fan when she couldn't get a Nintendo Switch? 
Mm. Why was it so hard to comfort the Nintendo fan when she couldn't get a Nintendo Switch? Why was it? Anyone know? It's real tough. Mm. What's a good pun for this? I'm trying to think of all the other, like, there's Wii U. I'm just thinking of Nintendon't. I bet the word Nintendon't is in there. She, Maybe you could, like, Joy-Cons or something in there? Or? Yeah, she couldn't spark Joy-Con. I don't feel like you guys are going to get this one. You're really not even close to it. Uh, okay, right. how about Game Boys? Is it something about Game Boys? It's not. It's um, not. Famicom. Uh, no. Ooh, Famicom. You're yeah, that's way, a good one. You guys are going so far in the opposite direction. Uh, Game Boy Advance, final answer. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Um, no, it was because she was in console Oh, okay. Game console. Okay, see, it was we, a game console. We thought, I thought the Nintendo was, yeah, was was gonna be. It's real specific in there, key. but it's, it was. It could have been because it's a game console. Yeah, yeah. yeah so right. thank you very much to Ben Danish for the pun of the sode and for sponsoring experience pointers, guys. Yes. Let's jump in. Let's okay. do it. So this time, uh, like you guys know from our previous two episodes, we are still in the process of landing on our new format. So we are going to continue with the random word generator, which we have used in previous episodes. But this time, we are going to have each person be responsible for generating the initial idea for each part of the thing that we're doing. So one person is going to generate from a random two words a adventure hook. One person is going to... Uh, generate from another random two words a important NPC, and a third person is going to generate from a third set of two words a fantastic location related to that adventure. And then all of us will kind of discuss it as it goes and build it out, and then hopefully at the end we will have generated a cool idea for a game session. Sweet! So, since there are four of us this time, and we definitely want Jordan to be able to, uh, sorry, I'm not referring to myself in the third person when yeah, I no, say Jordan. We started doing that now. Yeah, no, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, when I say Jordan, I am going to be referring to myself in the third person. So, <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um, I'm going to not generate anything. I am just going to kind of be the random word generator and I'll just keep everything kind of moderated this time. So, Neat. well, could you also be the person that picks a random number so we decide to see who goes first? Yes, yes. So, I'm going to think of a number between 1 and 10. Nine. Don't guess it God. until I ask you to. I already guessed. It was 9. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with Jordan. Wow. Ooh. We didn't even get a chance. I know. Let's never have this guy on again. Yeah. Zuko, attack. She is asleep. No, um, no, she okay. did attack. She attacked Grav, though. <laughs> so I lied. I am actually going to come up with something. So we've done we've done sword and we did sword and sorcery for the first episode. We did sci-fi for the last one. Um, so tonight the challenge is going to be we are coming up with a uh, adventure seed, an important NPC, and a fantastic location for a modern day horror game. Modern day horror is the genre. Modern day horror, okay. Um, so, and and I'll use modern day relatively loosely. We'll we'll take it back as far as like maybe the nineteen twenties. We're just gonna say like like twentieth uh, through twenty first century horror. So you know you can do some sort of like Lovecraftian uh, turn of the century stuff if you want. Sure. Um, but like not not anything before the nineteen hundreds. Essentially, we'll say not anything before the nineteen twenties. All right, so. Pridgen, 
Right. You are up first. Oh, also, when I say Pridgen, I'm also referring to Jordan. And I pointed him too, but you guys can't see that. Yeah. Um, here we go. Here are your two words to come up with the hook for this. Okay. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't love hearing that. Okay. This is actually this is actually pretty great, I think. Your two words are buy clothe. Buy clothe. Not not buy clothes, but buy as in you're going shopping to buy something and clothe. Buy clothe. Those are your two words. Wait, clothe or cloth? Clothe. It's okay. a verb. Clothe is a verb. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh. oh okay. By clothes. But like, I can I can use these loosely, right? Like <sighs> super loosely. So you can, but it does need to be the word that it actually is, not like I heard by, which also means to. Like it does need to be like purchased by. So by clothe, and you're going to generate a hook from this. But don't worry, it's not all on you. We're going to ask some questions and kind of build it out. Okay. Um. I, I mean, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind. I mean, obviously. Buy clothes makes me think of like a, a tailor or something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe it could be the sort of thing where a like new trend, like someone suspects that these like new items that have been very popular are made from human skin in some way, and like people have been disappearing uh, around town, like as demand for like this cool new fashion product that's like people are going crazy over like has happened okay all right so um basically a a, a person like a tailor or a clothes maker of some kind right uh creates this new uh trendy product that mm -hmm. everyone is buying but also there are all of these mysterious disappearances that are happening sort of generally around this guy. Right. And someone is suspicious, so sends the PCs in to in investigate this dude or figure something out? Sure. Or even, like, the disappearances started around this guy. Like, a couple people noticed it. Like, maybe his business partners disappeared for a while. Like, like he was known in this town. Like, I, I guess I don't see this as being super modern. Okay, but so when are you when are you seeing it being set? Like, I could be this something more like the fifties. Okay, that kind of thing. So like a nineteen fifties, and it sounds like you're sort of leaning towards like a. Are you doing like small town or? Yeah, but but like small town that still has like some connection to uh, the larger world, like where people still like care about fashion and there's some status and stuff going on. Okay, uh, but if like for instance someone like owned a tailor shop called. Uh, Thompsons, Wilsons, and and Franks, or something like that, and it was like a, a trio, and okay. and suddenly two of them you just no one has seen in a long time, and the third one is suddenly putting out this new stuff that like is pulling people in strangely strong. Like everyone really loves the stuff that they're making. Okay, and so I, I have to ask at this point, what is the item that is being made? That I'm not sure. What's the trendy cool item? Anyone have an idea for that? Hmm. I mean, it feels like it needs to be like some, either like shoes or uh, a jacket or something that is yeah. effectively leather. What if it's like a hat or something? Could be an accessory. Yeah, yeah. Could be an yeah. Accessory. Like, a, like a hat. I like shoes. Shoes mm -hmm. actually like feel sort of right in this whole thing, especially yeah, and maybe not even. I know we we went off the the clothes thing like. Uh, to start stuff off. Shoes or clothes. But yeah, mm -hmm. but it, it could even be a, um, God, what's it called when you make shoes? Like a cobbler. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he'd been having like a lot of trouble, but 
man, he's just making the greatest shoes there are. And that yeah. kind of makes sense because they're, like, made of leather. And you could have really, like, high-end shoes that, like... Okay. I, I, I like the idea of, like, his business partners being... So maybe maybe this is, like, it's, it's a group. You said Thompson, uh, Wilson, and Frank or something sure, like that? Sure, something like that. Um, so maybe uh, he's the cobbler. And then there's another uh, yeah. dude that's a tailor. And, a and then there's another one that's a haberdasher. And oh. their whole thing is they have, like, a bespoke... Uh, a clothing shop where they can dress you from from toe to head. Mm-hmm. And a real society, like it, it, maybe this town doesn't necessarily. Okay, oh wait, I, I have kind of a like thought on it now. Like this town is not in the big city, but they have enough of a reputation that important people will come there to mm-hmm. get what the clothes that they've made. So it's outside of a big city then. It's like a right. it's like a place that's out close enough to a city where it's like a destination where like oh everyone from the city goes to Thompson Wilson and Frank to get yeah. their their outfit. Well, and it could be the sort of thing where the locals maybe don't even really buy this stuff. Well, yeah, and it could I, I was thinking like the reason they're doing this is because like the materials that they usually buy the leather and stuff has gotten so expensive. They're like there has to be a cheaper way of doing this. And mm-hmm. the guys like I got an idea. What if we just use human skin? Yeah. Okay. Like what? Hold on, hold on. So I like I, I I I like where that's going, and I also think so. Like to bring in the horror element, and you also mentioned something like this has become super like crazy in demand, mm-hmm. which to me speaks of like something ritualistic as well. Yes. Yeah. But if you're saying that people come from all over to get these things, I think some of those people that come to get stuff don't ever go back. Yes. So maybe he yeah. hasn't killed off his business partners. Maybe his business oh, yeah. partners are in on this oh, with absolutely. him. Oh, yeah. absolutely, And it's sometimes the visitors that come from out of town who, like, maybe aren't high-profile enough for well, anyone to miss them. It's the sort of thing where someone is, like, a go-getter. And, and they've decided, I'm going to impress my boss by getting a BWH, uh, like, cravat or whatever yeah, the, yeah. the heck it is. So World they come there, and they're like, oh, so no one knows you're here, and you're not, like, really rich? Well... We have a payment plan option yeah. coming to the back. Yeah, sure. You know? And sure. those people just tend to not come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. if the whole town is in on it? The yeah, whole it does town. seem like what if, the, what, if the whole, what if the whole town, like, what if this has become, like, one of their, like, big things in, in town? And it's the what town is on also, the map. Yeah. Well, but the town are also maybe cultists? Well, what if they're, like, oh. using, like, this is a town, you know, that's like, well, we use every part of the animal or whatever, but they're taking that to the extreme. So there's, like, a butcher, you know, like, they're using different parts. So you could, like... Oh, my God. So the butcher's actually also using their meat? Yeah. And, like, um... Okay. Yeah. Well, so one thing I... Well, that would be a great way to, like, cover up. Yeah, because all they need is the skin, and then what do you do with the body? They could sell right. the organs too. Yeah, they could. Like they could sell the organs. Well, I like to. I think make wigs. I can't. <laughs> I don't see the entire town being in on it, but I could see like a cabal of yeah. important what people. What about like in the, the town. main street merchants? Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's just like the main. Like you've yeah. got the butcher, you've got these these clothiers, uh, you've uh-huh. got the 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 wig and mm-hmm. uh, like um, beauty supply yeah. person. They're all in on it. Um, maybe there's like a an artisan that uses the bones to make like wind chimes yeah. or like carved things or things, and says they're from other. I think like the government has to be on it too. Like they're small oh, yeah. government. The mayor like the has cops. to know. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's it's Main Street. It's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. town hall yes. and all the major shops on Main Street. Like they're in on this, and it's it's all like they're well, all cultists or something. Yeah, and I feel like there should be ritual or something involved. Like Absolutely. Maybe because they've done this sacrifice, it was like an, a, their, their town was dying, right? Yeah, like their economy was dead. And someone made 
some sort of deal that was like, look, we will put you back on the map and money will keep flowing in, but there has to be a human sacrifice every so often. And that and using that human it, using that person's remains in the products they make is like part of what makes it draw people in, almost like a, a, a charm sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. And the reason that they capture people as they come in who aren't important and even the people who are in town like sort of know all are like, well, it has to be done is because if they didn't do that, it would have to be people from the town. Right. Sure. And they're like, well, better them than us. These are rich people who are coming to prey on us. Right. Yeah. I also like the fact that it's set in the fifties because that makes it a bit harder to keep track of all of these people. Like if someone, if someone goes missing, like that just sometimes happened back then. There was, there wasn't as reliable a way to track them down and to be like, well, maybe he ran off with a mistress. Sure. Maybe she, you know, maybe she, um, just, you know, fell in with the wrong crowd and, and met an unfortunate end. We don't know cold case you mm-hmm. know right, yeah okay all right so uh, how does everyone feel about this what if the cloviers are the ones that were the uh the idea generators for this they were the ones who started it so they're kind of like the ones who have risen to a position of prominence within this sort of like town even maybe above the mayor but mm-hmm. it's just sort of like an unspoken thing like they're the ones the mayor defers to or whatever mm-hmm. and th- this is just a sort of unnecessary detail but i like to imagine that one of them is just like not seen in public anymore. Like something yeah. has oh yeah disfigured That's... him, or he's connected to some sort of yeah. strange. All this dark magic has just taken such a toll on him. Yeah, and he's like in the back room of one of the things, and he's on like a chair that they've put there, where he's almost like Ooh. melded into it, and like he's the one who's in communication with whatever force has like told whatever to yeah do like yeah. dark force yeah okay and that also adds that whole like element of mystique like oh no one's ever seen no one's seen wilson in a really long <laughs> yes. time like mm-hmm. rumor is wilson has died but to keep people's uh confidence in their business they don't like to t- say that dope mm-hmm. okay That's so this great, is yeah. this is kind of spinning out into a really cool thing i think mm-hmm. we've got a really good seed there so like it's this destination place that people go to and some of them have been disappearing. So whatever reason, maybe your PCs are uh, private detectives who've been hired by mm-hmm. a family member or something. Or their boss has hired them to go pick up a suit. Could mm-hmm. be that. Uh, anything like that. Or they it, lost a family member. And you missing could be a clear target. Right. Yeah. It comes, mm-hmm. it, basically, for whatever reason, they're here in this town where these mysterious disappearances are happening. And they, they get the chance to sort of unravel this. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like that's a really good seed. Mm-hmm. Who wants to do the NPC? We're just going to pick... It's one of you two. Uh, me. Okay. All right, Garoth. We are going to generate an important NPC for this. Okay. So here are your two words. I gotta say, these have been really interesting so far. Mm. Evasive sense. Scent. Sense, like like a sixth sense. Oh, so sense. evasive sense. Ooh, evasive feels... sense. So who is it? Who is a very crucial NPC to this adventure? that evasive sense inspires in you? Hmm. I immediately thought of, like, someone older that for some reason has a heightened sense of smell, but I'm trying to think what the evasive part of that is. Like, it could be that they're evasive and they have a good sense of smell. Like, essentially, like, they... When this happened, when they made this deal, when this town all decided, and, well, the most of the town... They were like, no, I completely disagree with this. I'm leaving. And so they're like an outcast of town. They live nearby. They're not part of this, but they're like, 
I'm not going to have any part of this. It could even be like okay. the first time that these shoes came out. They're like, that's not leather. Right. I yeah. was. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. Because like, okay. we we kind of talked about how maybe the whole town isn't in on it. Sure. Just like the central. But maybe this one person who you're talking about, like an yeah. older person yeah. with a really sharp sense of smell, just can tell like... No, something's up with these clothes everyone's wearing all of a sudden. And I kind of want to make them like like they were the mayor at the time or something. They were someone higher up. Like, they were the police chief. Someone who, like, had a good sense about what's going on and they could smell, like, or sense that this wasn't leather. Mm-hmm. Well, and they completely disagree. And they're like, well, we can't have you in this position of power. You have to leave. And, so and the sort of out. thing that, yeah. like, BWH... I'm calling them just BWH sure. now. Yeah. Um, but Wait, where did the H come from? It'd be BWF. BWF. Right? BWF. Yeah. Right. Sorry, I mixed that up. The F is silent. Woof. But, but <laughs> something that like BWF was able to present them as like, look, they're jealous. <laughs> Wilson, <laughs> Wilson, Wilson Thompson, Thompson and, Frank. and Frank. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. That's easy. I don't know that. how it turned into BWF. Well, All right. BWH actually. BWH. All right. Screw Anyways. It. The tailors. Anyway, they could have basically taken all their credibility away. Like, been like, oh, well, they're a rival. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do that. Or they tried to tax us out of this town. And they're trying to destroy your industry or something. Yeah. I like I like the idea that it was the former chief of police, actually. I think that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Like, so, so a lot of, like, the townspeople or, like, a lot of the Main Street cabal or whatever were in on it. Mm-hmm. But the chief of police, like, was not in the know. But mm-hmm. for, because of just his heightened sense of smell, he just immediately was like, something's up with this. Yeah. And they were like, ooh, we got to get this guy out of here. So maybe, yeah. like, he was shamed or humiliated in front of the town. Or, like, they, they framed him for, like killing a young girl or something like that you know mm. and they use well, the killing yeah they, well they were, maybe yeah exactly they use something to like force him out essentially but he was like instead of leaving the country or like the the state or whatever he's like i'm gonna stay here i'm gonna figure out what's going on because he doesn't know like he knows it's not leather he knows something weird is going on and they've like framed him for something but he's like i'm gonna stay here and figure out what the hell they're doing in my town well, he's just been there for years you know I feel like which could been... also be like if if they framed him for something it or could be a great way for you to seek him out. Right. If it's like, he might be someone who's doing this. I think, yes. I think maybe maybe they didn't frame him for something because that would be something yeah. he would go to jail for. Blackmail maybe it was then. something... I don't know if it even has to be blackmail. Maybe just in a small town, if like someone is suspected of having done something, even though it was never proven yeah. uh, or anything like that, they can become a pariah that has to kind of yeah. like, live outside of town. So I think that could be... Um, not enough evidence to ever convict him, but everyone in town knows he killed... Maybe some drifters disappeared yeah. from the jail under his watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, that would make him an interesting person for the PCs to seek out. Like, oh, maybe it's this weird and maybe chief, ex-chief of police. You find out that like one of his former inferiors his like another cop like basically came and says I, I i gotta tell you the truth yeah he took those drifters back out and he he slaughtered them yeah like, we, we destroyed the evidence because he told us to but it's on my conscience and that guy is now the chief of police yeah he is in with the cabal yeah, 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 yeah. okay cool cool all right so tell us a little bit more about this character so what makes him what makes him evasive um like, i'm actually gonna retcon i, I think it should be a she because okay. that's what I thought of when I first thought of evasive sure. sense. I think it would be much stronger to be a, a female 
uh, chief of police. A female chief of police in the 1950s? It could happen. It definitely could, but that adds a whole other wrinkle. Yeah, like she's sure. got she's got to be a really like strong type of personality or something in order for that to have happened. But, at but that in time the times, period. it's also easier for them to say like, no one believes that woman. She's crazy. She lives out in the wilderness. She's weird. Sure. Um. So, but she, I think, uh, living out by herself, like maybe for. 15 20 years like she has become a bit of a hermit you know like she doesn't really have good social skills um and uh often has to just rely on her sense of being a good person and a cop but like i think she does like watch everybody who comes into town very closely so like maybe the the pcs will get like a sense of someone's watching them and maybe see her out of the corner of their eye and like see her often but like don't know who she is until farther in maybe she even helps them in a in a bad situation at some point like and they still don't know you know like they, they have to suspect her for something well yeah i think even if she's trying to help people she could yeah. be an amazing red herring because of that yes yeah, yeah exactly sure. if they start looking into people who have disappeared and like she has pictures of people who have come yes. into town yeah like they they go to her shack or whatever and there's just like all this stuff and they're like whoa this person is definitely doing this right yeah she's got like pictures of the people who have disappeared that she's taken like without yeah. their knowledge like mm -hmm. all over her walls because mm -hmm. she's trying to put a case together mm -hmm. but yeah absolutely but it's, it looks like yeah. she's been stalking and killing these people they never yes. put up like I'm the good guy up there right like they never right. put that up by the way because that's not important to their yeah, idea that's not, they know Um. so what's the name of this character uh Miley is Miley a, word, a name that came out back then I don't know if it's a 50s name yeah I don't know I mean, like Martha is or a Helen or Martha something. Old Daisy or um, mm. I mean Hallie is Millie. Maybe Millie, Millie. would is, be something. What like... about Marin? Marin? Yeah, yeah. That Marin. is a, that's yeah. a slightly less common name, but definitely one from Marin Worths. Worths. Marin Worths. No, could just be Worth. Marin Worth. Yeah, or Worth. Marin Worth. Worth. Yeah, sure. All right. NOS, yeah. So Marin Worth. Marin Worth is our former our former chief of police. Yes. Who was pushed out because of her 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 keen sense of smell detected something was up with these clothes. Yes. Which is a weird thing to predicate a whole a whole suspicion on, which is sure. probably why they were like, "You're crazy. Yeah. They smell mm -hmm. weird, so you're gonna throw a big fit about it." Right. Um. And it ends up being sort of a red herring because she's skulking around trying to keep an eye on the PCs and see if she can put this whole thing together yeah cool cool i am getting very excited about this idea and i kind of yeah. want to play with it more oh, no no i like all of this it's gonna show up in etu all right so megan yes it is now time to generate a fantastic location uh okay. in this adventure okay. are you ready for your two words yes who your two words uh -oh. are null a company Null. Null. A company. A company. Man, those null are two words. Those they are, are two, two words. words. So null, as in like null nullify, just mean that right. the like system glitched out and didn't give you a response. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oops. Nothing. Null. A company. A yeah. location from that. That's a tricky one. I... So that kind of so that makes me think about a basically they need the location where they're actually like killing these people and, and, and ritualistically and, and manufacturing, you know, the product uh -huh. and it can't be in their, I mean, cause the way I'm thinking of it, if you think of like a 1950s town, there's not room in a shop like that. So there's some other place. And I think that it is like hidden. So I'm t sort of taking Noel as in like, you can't 
see it easily. Mm-hmm. So it's sure. either like underground or it's um, hidden in plain sight. So it's like something else entirely that they, you know, it, there's like a front is, essentially, but it's away from their actual shop so that they're keeping the evidence as far away from them as possible. Um, yeah, and, and, and I think that, I don't know, I'm trying to think of how else to flesh that out. Uh, well, well, so what's, what's the accompanying part of it? That's, well, I was thinking of uh, that, the, it being a different place is sort of accompanying the main, like, uh, shop. This is sort of how I'm thinking. I got a weird idea for a company. I I also do too, but I want to hear, I want to hear yours first and we can maybe like tack this on to to what Megan's talking about. So wherever this location is, Mm -hmm. whether it be like a a small building or like a warehouse or something, like a small Mm -hmm. one that they've built, um, when you go inside, you need a dog to accompany you because a good sense of smell will sniff out like, like if there's dark magic here, like other things are coming out of wherever they're doing this, right? Like they're doing rituals here. So like a dog needs to be there to like kind of warn you that something bad is coming out of this so they can like stop and cancel mm. the ritual. I kind of you know? like that makes me think of like uh, taking a canary into a Yes, a exactly. Yes. Okay. Which you could also kind of go that sure. direction. Like maybe the process by which they have to like turn. Before you get too far into that, can I float my idea? Yeah. And then I have one after that. Sure. Okay. All right. And then you see which one works with, with what you're thinking about. So my thing for a company is... So you mentioned like a remote place that's sort of like maybe it's a front. What if it's like the the old creepy abandoned house in town that everyone's like, oh, that's the haunted, you know, McKellen place or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's warded basically magically to keep people away from it. So the closer you get to it, the more spooky phenomena you see. It's like, oh, this place is haunted. Let's get out of here. Right. The only way to actually get in it without being overwhelmed by fear is to be with one of the members of the cabal. Yeah. They have to invite you as yeah. a guest, which this... would force the PCs to basically have to take one of them hostage mm-hmm. or sneak in somehow oh, at the same time they yeah. did in order to be able to pass yeah. those bindings. That's that's kind of the flip of my idea, which is that I was thinking that they have like a room that if that they can prove, like, we're not doing strange things because if they open the door and take you into this place, it's just a regular tailor shop. But if you go there and you are not accompanied by one of them who, like, mm. knows the thing to trigger going in, it's what it actually is supposed to be. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. yeah. So these are all cool. kind of fun They're ideas. They're all kind of the same thing, just different flavors sort of it. Of. Which one fits with well, what you're thinking? I think it should be essentially what you said, that maybe it is in the same place, but it's a, um, it's it's like a, almost a dimensional thing. And to access it, you have to be with, you know, either someone associated with the cabal or something that mm-hmm. can see through that and access the other yeah. dimension. Yeah. Use their sense, maybe even yeah. a cop that has good smell. They yeah. can smell like the sulfur or what's this thing that when like brimstone, like what's that smell like? What's it supposed to smell like? I forget. I think uh, sulfur is typically is something it sulfur? associated yeah. with. Yeah. So yeah. like if a dog, like a dog can probably smell that, but this, this, uh, uh, what was her name? Marin can also smell it. So yeah. they can eventually be I, her. Yeah. And that I give you really like though, the idea that like, a way to solve the problem and get in there is to kidnap and bring in mm-hmm. one of the member, like one of the top tier members of the firm. Mm-hmm. So this this place sounds very much like your final confrontation. This is like your your boss fight or or you know whatever the the grand finale place. Mm-hmm. It could be the room where the third partner 
like is oh, existing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So how do you? So we have the null the company place now just for fun. Mm-hmm. Window dress this location for us. What is it like in there? What is it? What do they do there? How does? Uh, what's the like defining sense and things like? What's it look like? I mean, I think in this instance, it would be really interesting to kind of using the dimensional shift idea and have it be like a place that is looks pretty much exactly the same as the shop, but then there are a, there are things here and there that are wrong. They're just not right that that you might not like you might have to kind of take a second look at and go, wait, you know, is that like a face in that clock? Like human face? I don't know. Just stuff like that that's... Um, confusing in that way and then and that's this, what it this looks is like what you're seeing you... like cloaked right uh no i'm saying like whenever you go in there so so whenever you go into this other universe it's not it's not like oh yeah this is definitely or dimension rather this is definitely you know weird creepy dimension it's more like did it work and then you go in oh, and then things then things are kind of weird and the saying. deeper you uh-huh. get in the more you know it's sort of that like the fact that it looks normal being way creepier because there are elements that aren't it's not actually normal okay uh, so i just think as you go in so it's it's sort of like having to decide if you actually were successful and then you know the chair starts attacking you or something that just is completely you know what ridiculous. that makes me think of is that image that goes around on facebook sometimes that's like this gets weirder the longer you stare at it and it's uh-huh. like that painting that's sort of like really yeah. lovecraftian of yes. like a diner yes and and you're like oh everything looks normal and then you're like wait there's like yes. a weird tentacle coming out from underneath that table and is that kid drinking blood? Like, and <laughs> no. the longer yeah. you look at it, the more like weird things that looked completely normal at first mm-hmm. start to be like, wait, this place is really screwed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like that, basically. Interesting. So, so you kind of can play with uh, the like, did what did it work? And then it can, and then you can. I mean, you could do anything at that point. That almost like, makes anything it, could attack you. And... Yeah, that makes it seem like a hellscape like is doing its best to pretend it's a normal uh a place yeah Mm -hmm. so there's the cloaked version that that is the i guess the null part of a company where it's like if they can be like no it's just a normal place and it looks totally normal right but you're saying once they go in and see the uncloaked version at first they're like this This looks exactly the same i thought this was whatever happens there is still trying to deceive your mind right yeah sure but mm-hmm. it, it just is failing. Cool. Right. I, I think it'd be cool also if like the people that know about it also just call it the null. Yeah. Just because that sounds really cool. That does yeah. sound cool. Yeah, right? it does. That's I a like word that, that doesn't get used m- um, uh, enough. So, okay. And then you could have like a whole thing. Oh man, you could do so many cool things in that place. You could right. have it be like this back room, this hallway to oh. the back room seems to go on like forever. Like yeah. I keep taking a left and finding another left to it's take. Like, you know this building doesn't go on for a mile behind it, but right. you've been walking yeah. for 15 minutes. Yeah. Also, you could play with this throughout your like campaign or however you, you know, throughout this like one shot in that like maybe in this town, this, this, um, what is the the fabric between these two dimensions is a bit thinner. Yeah. And so like maybe they slip through it occasionally at mm-hmm. some other point in town and something weird happens. So it's just like continuing to build that, that unease about this that town. That sense that something is, is, kind is of wrong. Off. Like there's a yeah. reason that these, that whatever is on the other side supplying this reached out to these people because it was already close and yeah. it maybe had been working at some of their minds for quite a while. Yeah. So I don't think this is a distant outside of town location no, no, at all. No, I, I think, think this is the tailor shop, That's right? what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think it's that. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to think of Null as in being like 
somehow in a company those two things yeah. together. So I do like that. I think that's exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's the that's shop, cool. and it looks totally normal yeah. unless unless you're able to get past the cloak of it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what we have all together is this small town near a uh, large city that mm-hmm. is known for its like high fashion stuff. Uh, maybe it's also known for its Main Street butcher cuts. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, um, sure. Like it's it's this destination place for people from the city with money to go and visit. Um, but still, also known for just being this nice little quaint, small town. Little yeah. small town. But you know what? They just make the best shoes that there are. And while you're there, you got to try the chili at uh, <laughs> at, at, uh-huh. at, at, at Norm's. Um, so it's this Norman Rockwell kind of place where there's this really deep undercurrent of really oh. messed up there's some stuff. hot fuzz going on yeah, yeah. oh yeah. that's right yeah. and our and our npc is marin worth yeah. who was the former chief of police now completely uh humiliated and outcast um who starts skulking around and the pcs are like who is this this woman yeah um and then of course this all culminates in them discovering that the tailor shop is actually a front for a semi-mundane much more bizarre tailor shop that exists on the other side of this dimensional veil yes called Uh, the null yeah yes i have another just like visual idea about something we've been talking about. throw it in so the the third partner the one who has sort of become the channel like he is he is the direct link between the other side and this and he he volunteered to do this but it's but it's gruesome and in the back in the back of the null they have a room where they keep him and he has been in this same like lazy boy chair for years now and his flesh has just grown like vines around the chair oh, as gross. he's sitting there cool and he's like become this like this lump of flesh that's like growing out past his clothes and like moving through it almost like plants but it's just like human tendrils that have slowly grown and if you finally confront him like he will get up and fight you but like the vines and stuff tear off of his body oh. and become like bloody sores and uh oh, wow gross yeah yeah also and all of them continue to like move on their own and i have to say the the phrase human tendrils is yeah. a super great phrase <laughs> yeah, uh, right. that's that is a whole uh, two word thing of its own there but yeah i think that would be a really interesting final confrontation too i am super into this idea yeah, that you we just would came be up with here let's do this this is messed up and awesome i think this would make a super cool one shot um, honestly, uh, I'm going to take this back to Savage Worlds, of course. This would be a amazing Deadlands Noir one-shot, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just outside of New Orleans, this yeah. this small town. Oh, where... New Orleans is the perfect sort of city yeah. yes. for like, ah, you know, you got to have the style. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Especially especially Noir, like 1940s New Orleans. Like, I think that would be really great for Deadlands Noir. Um or lots of other things. It doesn't. It doesn't absolutely have to take place uh, at, at that time period. Doesn't have to be modern. Period. Yeah, not it at could, all. It you could shape this many ways. It yeah. could yeah. be more modern. The problem you would have to overcome is uh, how these people are disappearing when everyone is so connected in an age of social media and cell phones, mm-hmm. um, which I'm sure you could come up with a reason for. Or you could take it in a sword and sorcery direction. Yeah. Uh, you could adventuring easily... boots. Oh, oh my God! Are yeah. You kidding me? You could make that um, into a thing. You could make it. Uh, you could take this a lot of interesting places. But I, I think this is a pretty kick-ass idea yeah Yeah, i like this Um, the more we talk about this the more i'm like man (laughs) this would be fun yeah you could really build this out um 
That was a good one, guys. Yeah. That one, if anyone does decide to take some uh, inspiration from this, or even try and run you know, almost directly some of the stuff that we're talking about, please do let us know on Twitter yeah. how it goes, or let us know uh, what your thoughts were, or what you changed, or anything like that. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at exp pointers pod. Uh, and just uh, let us know. Oh, the cat is on the move now. <laughs> yes, she is. She She's is. Exploring. She has awoken. Um, all right, guys. Um, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. solid. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for joining, joining us. us. Yeah. yeah. Happy to be here. This was. Oh, fun. I was talking to this Jordan. Oh. <laughs> oh got my him. god. Oh my god. I'm so what good. a hilarious Rib misunderstanding. Him. I done got god. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, uh, I think I think. We should call it there. We yeah. forgot to tell Jordan how we sign off. It's but don't, fine. He'll get don't it. Tell he, he listens every week. He knows. All right. So, until next time, everybody. Let's go! This podcast has been a Saving Throw production. You can connect with us on Twitter at expointerspod, and you can follow each of the hosts on Twitter at their respective handles. Jordan is at Jordan Kellerman, Megan is at Megan Caves, and Grav is at Double GXG. You can also watch us streaming RPGs and more at the Saving Throw Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Saving Throw Show. If you want to listen to new episodes of this podcast early, consider becoming a Saving Throw Patreon backer. Patrons at the $10 and up level can listen to new episodes a week early. You can also help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or wherever you found it to get the word out. Thanks for listening.